Hey everyone, live from New York City, I'm Jay Dombeck and this is Sports In Depth. Okay folks, JD on hand, week nine, it's showtime. Let's start in the NFL. Cam looked really good, and the Pats were able to respond from being down multiple times in the game against the Baltimore Ravens. A beautiful trick play with Myers for a fantastic six. Josh McDaniels, the OC, offensive coordinator, always has a few tricks in his bag. Pats were able to run the ball well with Harris. He dominated uh, the defense of the Ravens, and uh, Cam made the right decisions. The key was they contained Lamar Jackson in the pocket and took away his running ability. Bill Belichick knew how to upset the Ravens, and that's how you do so. Most coaches in our league try to limit one part of the opposing quarterback's game. Belichick felt he could take away both parts, running ability and passing. And he did just that, and the Pats took the game. So, uh... Congrats to New England. I feel that last week's Monday night game against the Jets sparked a little bit of a run here. They now have two straight wins, and Cam Newton feels comfortable. Uh, A few games he was fumbling, threw a few picks, completion percentage wasn't high. Now he's got some confidence. Teams rallying around him, coaching staff rallying around him, and... uh, I feel New England's going to be just fine. There are a few games back of both Miami and Buffalo, but there's a lot of season left to play, and we'll see how it pans out, folks. I'm going to move on to the Saints here, and I'm very sad about what happened to Drew Brees. Fractured multiple ribs and is dealing with a lung issue on an illegal roughing the passer hit. There's no room for that in our game, folks. Saints still did win the game, but I wasn't upset with the hit by Street on Drew Brees, but I was upset with Street driving Drew Brees into the ground. Once you sack him, you wrap him, let him go. You don't wrap him and really stick it to him. That's how players get hurt, and that's how Drew went down. It's never good to see a Hall of Famer go down like this. We hope to get him back in a few weeks. But at 41, you don't want to have a lot of injuries and a lot of time off the field because you never know when it'll be your last game. The Saints will be fine, but Drew is their leader. So moving on to the New York football Giants. Looks to me like the best team in the NFC East. And in my opinion, they're going to win that division and sneak into the postseason. Danny Dimes is learning, and when you learn as a quarterback, you get better immediately, and he's doing a better job of holding on to the football, and defense is looking great. Uh, They're getting to the opposing quarterback for the last few weeks, not just this game. Uh, They're right back in this thing, and the head coach for the New York Giants, Joe Judge, is doing a very good job with the team. I say this because At first, they just wanted to compete in games. Now they want to win games. And folks, there's a big difference there. When you're a young team and your coach turns from, let's have close games. If we win or not, that's okay. We're rebuilding. Now the last few games, let's really try to win this thing. They saw steps in the right direction with Tampa Bay coming up short by two. Beating the Washington football team by three. 
And how about this by 10 against the Philadelphia Eagles? So steps in the right direction. I, I think Giants are going to be just fine. They happen to be in a division that you can lose a few games to start this season. You just want to finish strong. And let's talk about the play of the century. A great team win for the Arizona Cardinals. A Hail Mary to end it with two seconds left. Kyler Murray, the quarterback, of course, rolling out of the pocket to his left and throwing a deep ball for the ages. DeAndre Hopkins went one on three to go up and get it. A new Jordan commercial coming for you guys. DeAndre Hopkins had Jordan gloves on and the defenders had Adidas and Nike gloves. Hey, uh, Jordan always wins, right folks? And some might say, I don't agree. It wasn't a lucky play. Yes, Kyler threw it 50 yards and in a Hail Mary situation, you see what happens. But is it a coincidence, folks, that one of the best wide receivers of all time went up to get it? DeAndre Hopkins shows what he can do week in and week out. And once again, I mean, Arizona's winning late in games and they should blow up a fathead. Put that on the wall. It's one of the best pictures I've seen in sports. I'm really happy for Arizona because the story thus far was that the Seahawks are going to win the NFC West, no problem, this, that, and the third, but Arizona's right there knocking at the door and now lead. Next, uh, Matt Prater. He hit a huge field goal for the Lions to uh, beat the Washington football team, which is also good news for Giant fans. He hit a 59-yard field goal. You don't see that every week, and I'm happy for the Lions. Usually, they see a lot of losing seasons, and for them to rebuild, and Matthew Stafford's been there a while, to see see them go in the right direction, it's good for their confidence as a collective group. Moving on uh, to Miami, the Dolphins look good, and I give a lot of credit to the coaching staff of Miami for making that change. I know it's a hard decision to make from Fitzpatrick to Tua, but they're 3-0 and under Tua. And guess what? The first 6-3 and three start since 2001. South Beach, stay proud. The Steelers have the Bengals number as well, winning 10 straight against them and remaining unbeaten. Uh, Big Ben and the Steelers simply not making mistakes. Defense looks good, limiting the passing game, and Joe Burrow wasn't able to do much for Cincy. And I got a few more things for you guys here on football, of course. The Rams won the last five of six games versus Seattle. And I wanted to stop here real quick. Seattle, guys, everyone was talking about them getting to the Super Bowl. But with this defense, I'm not sure if that's possible. Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf, that offensive group will do what they do. But guess what? Defense wins championships. So if you give up so many on the other end like they did against Buffalo, like they did here against the Rams, it doesn't look too good. I know that uh, offensively you got to score to stay in games, but as I said before, and as I will always say, you have to limit the quarterback defensively on the other end. If you do not do that, they'll have their way. Rams had their way and came out victorious. Lastly, to wrap up the football segment, Packers and Bucks both look good. Uh, Packers were playing Jacksonville, of course. Tighter game than they wanted, but better team won the football game, and Bucks just steamrolled the Panthers. 
Bucks didn't look too great last week against the Saints, but guess what? As we all know, folks, the NFL is week to week, and uh, it being week to week, you, you leave the last game in the past. New game plan, new strategy, you move on and perform. And that's what Tom Brady and the Tampa Bucks do and did this Sunday. Moving on from football, had a lot of fun talking about that, of course. And uh, congrats to Dustin Johnson. He got the green jacket. He won the Masters this year. And I wanted to take a step back. He didn't just win the Masters. Guess what, guys? He also won the FedEx and had a few more wins this season. Uh, Dustin is playing better than anyone in the world. And it's not a coincidence that he won the Masters and won this thing by five strokes. Uh, it, it seemed like a cakewalk on Sunday. Usually when things are really tight, he just showed that he's the best in the world. And in golf, the best in the world means the most consistent in the world. So, yeah, happy for Dustin and the Gretzky family. Good for them. Uh, moving on to trade talk in the NBA. Chris Paul to the Phoenix Suns. Can't wait to see CP3, Devin Booker, and DeAndre Ayton. We got a new uh, new big three there. As we know, the Suns performed at a high level in the NBA bubble in Orlando. And adding CP3, a veteran, a Hall of Famer, just takes them to the next level. Next, I wanted to mention Dennis Schroeder to the Lakers for Danny Green. They needed a ball handler. They wanted someone who could run in transition and finish around the hoop. They feel that they have enough perimeter players, and they were able to let Danny Green go. But but I wanted to, you know, this is the business of basketball. I do feel a little bad for Danny because sometimes you're not in control. I mean, Danny had a good year with the Lakers. Uh, he missed some shots late in games that, that the Laker franchise will remember. But I wanted to also say Danny Green's a, a proven champion. He's a winner. He's a back-to-back champion with two different franchises. Lakers this year, of course, and Kawhi Leonard and the Toronto Raptors last year. So this kid can win. Uh, He's moving on from L.A., but best of luck in the future, Danny. And this is the most important thing I'm going to say next. I think the Brooklyn Nets are looking to make big-time moves. Uh, Of course, they already have Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, but guess what? There's a chance James Harden comes. There's mutual interest. James Harden does not want to return to the Rockets, and he's trying to figure out uh, within the Houston organization if they could pull this thing off to send him to New York City, welcome him to Brooklyn. So I hope to see it. I mean, another big three. Of course, here in New York, where we all live and do our show, that's really exciting, and uh, I think in the next few days, we're going to see something real interesting. And also, I wanted to mention, I don't want to say that Philly's out of this race, but for James Harden, preferred destinations are Philadelphia 76ers and the Brooklyn Nets. New Yorkers, keep your fingers crossed. Next, DeMar DeRozan will return to San Antonio for another year. I feel that DeMar, he feels he could win there. I mean, you're under Greg Popovich, one of the best coaches of all time. Uh, GOAT status there. And uh, he wants to see if they can make a little bit more of a postseason run, get a winning record under their belt. You know, Spurs are known for winning, and and DeRozan thinks he could do some things there. Next, I wanted to mention, uh, we want to see what what goes on with Russell Westbrook, because I feel like Houston might be breaking up the band, as we saw for small ball. 
Clint Capella left. We see Russ and Harden, possibly both of them heading out. Houston needs a fresh start, and I think, you know, they want to get young again. Start with draft picks, start with getting a guard and a big, and, and starting it all over. You had some good postseason runs, but now with the head coach gone, Mike D'Antoni, who's actually over in Brooklyn, we'll see if we see a reunion between uh, Mike and James, because, of course, that party was going on in Houston. But, again, this is, this is what happens in the NBA. It's, it's a business. People are always uh, on the move. If you don't perform, you're on the move. Sometimes if you do perform, you're still on the move. It works like this. It works like this. Be on your toes, perform, and enjoy your time there, because it's not forever. Finally, I wanted to mention uh, OKC has 17 first-round picks until 2027. It's just remarkable. I saw a tweet this week. Um, it just a, it was a meme, a guy just counting counting his dollar bills, and, and that's how many uh, draft picks OKC has. I'm happy for them. OKC's another team that's trying to start start fresh, get some young players, kind of do what, what Houston's about to do. Get young again. You tried dealing with the veterans. You came up just short, had some good postseason runs. Now it's time for a fresh start, and we'll see what they can do with all that draft capital. And lastly, a sentimental message here for you. Uh, rest in peace to my sweet grandmother, the best person I've ever known. Everyone out there, to all my listeners, uh, hold someone you love tight today and cherish that time together. We'll get back to it next week. JD out.